Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title off for better than 31 turns of the Roman calendar. And straight up today, we're talking UFC, we're talking boxing, HBO, the WBA heavyweight title holder. In position last night to uh, secure a good win over Tony Thompson. But the guy that stole the night, the new WBO welterweight title holder, Jesse Vargas. Of course, Julian Williams, the kid from Philadelphia. That's right, the kid from the city of brotherly love. Well, last night, he looked fabulous on Showtime. So lots of things to talk about. And then, of course, we got the UFC. Whoa, two new guys. Well, actually, two, a guy and a girl. Uh, Misha Tate just smoked Holly Holm. Holly Holm, of course, the one that trounced on Ronda Rousey just a few months ago down there in Australia ending Ronda Rousey's career. Well, last night, guess what? Misha Tate, gee, what can I say? I thought she was on her way to taking uh, Holly Holm apart. Holly Holm was getting out boxed at points. Holly Holm was getting out brawled at points. Holly Holm was getting out wrestled at points. And guess what? Holly Holm got choked out in the fifth round. She went to sleep. She was a brave champ. You got to give her props. She didn't tap it to the last leg of day. The new world bantamweight champion, 135 pounds, is Misha Tate. You got to give her props. But wait, I'm not done. And the other man, in the main event, Conor McGregor, remember that Irishman we've had on the show in the past, the guy with the big mouth? He got lit up like the White House Christmas tree in the second round. He got choked out as well by late sub and like 25 to 1 underdog Nate Diaz. So I guess you just don't move up 20 pounds of weight, 25 pounds of weight, and think you're going to win. Because he moved from 145 to 170. Bad move, Conor. Even though you handpicked your own guy, you got beat up. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide with open phone lines. Coast to coast, one 800 878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line's happening as well. The 21st Century Skype line. The address is Sports Byline and the number two. Happy, ber- happy birthday to Lacus out there in Athens, Greece. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. With a little attitude. And the attitude Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website 
for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. But what a cracking lovely left uppercut from Hay. Well, Hay really is going to work. This is amazing by David Hay. This, again, I have to say what I said earlier, this is what we've come to expect from Cole Thompson. Hay looks incredibly sharp. That's the box, nice and careful. Can't take it for granted. Good right hand once again by Hay. Well, Thompson has more lives than a cat. He's got the heart of a lion, but Hay's got him again with a left hand. He looks menacing and mean and wicked, and he's got Thompson again. Timekeeper started the count, but Terry O'Connor's let him go on. Thompson looking beleaguered. Can Hay end this by the end of the first? Thompson's mouth is open. Great uppercut by David Hay, and a right or left round the corner. Oh, Thompson's hurt, definitely. His legs are all over the place. He is a notoriously slow starter. He's gone up there. He waited for the single shot, but he waited too long and got picked up with a jab on the right hand. Great shot right in the corner. That's a knockdown. That's a genuine knockdown. The second time in his professional career that David Hay has been on the canvas. Yet again, he's proved he's... Uh, Hay's gone! Oh, he's all over the place. The towel's come in from the Hay corner. The towel has come in, and it's all over. David Hay's career is in tatters. David Hay's career is in tatters. The towel has come in. And they decided that it's all over. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo! It's going to be good. Should Tyson Fury, the WBO World Heavyweight Champion, get by of Vladimir Klitschko, the former champion, in a rematch set for April or May? They haven't really got a date on this one yet. It's getting close as well. Probably talking now summer, June or July. But the bottom line is if Fury gets by Vladimir in this rematch, it looks like he and David Hay would be a big fight in the UK. Another... Uh, Wembley Stadium type of fight. You know, that's where the fights are happening now in the UK. In fact, I tried, I implored uh, Kel Brook, uh, I mean, Kel Brook and 
and Amir Khan to come to agreement, of course, fighting for the welterweight title in Britain and UK. They could, they could sell out Wembley Stadium two nights in a row. They could sell out 100,000. I mean, they could actually sell 100,000 seats. If this fight was available and there was 100,000 seat available, 100,000 seat arena available, make it outdoors. I don't care what you're going to call it like you do in the Philippines. If it was available, Amir Khan and Kelbrook, two guys from the UK, could sell out that arena. I kid you not. But, you know, Amir Khan went in a different division. He's, direction. He's going to take on a, a very good fighter in Saul Alvarez for the world middleweight title with an asterisk. When I say world middleweight title with an asterisk, is because they want to fight at 155 pounds. And to me, the 160-pound championship is the 160-pound championship. Now, let's talk about last night. First and foremost, is the new WBO welterweight champion. I'm talking about Jesse Vargas of Coachella, California. I thought that Saddam Ali, in fact, I had Socrates Palmer, the New York City-based writer, boxing, uh, boxing writer extraordinaire, on the uh, Saturday show. And he told me that Saddam Ali, he was really pumped on that. He was glad I brought it up. He thought that Saddam Ali was a good fighter, good, had good combinations. Well, he got stopped by a guy that can't punch. So unless Jesse Vargas is taking, uh, eating spinach before fights and gain knockout power, Saddam Ali doesn't catch all the world. But Saddam Ali went down in six rounds last night. And that was part of that Showtime card. Of course, on the same Showtime card, you got to give props to Luis Ortiz. He's staying active. Of course, he took out Tony Thompson, who in that tape destroyed David Hay a couple of years ago. But Tony Thompson, of course, the Thompson's, Thompson's a good fighter, but he's like 45 or 50 years old, and he's old and he's slow and he was lethargic. And, you know, you didn't expect him to do well last night. But why they made this an HBO main event, I guess they're trying to prop Ortiz into a position to fight uh, – uh, Tyson Fury down the road because Ortiz does look like he is the goods, folks. He fights inside. He throws uppercuts. I mean, he's got some really nice moves, some nice little welterweight moves inside, almost like a little Sugar Ray Leonard to heavyweight. Some of those moves he's got are fantastic, okay? But, of course, he's been popped in the past for uh, performance-enhancing drugs, of course, what I call Flintstone vitamins. So he has, that's a little suspect as far as his training is concerned. He is 36 years old. And, of course, as Socrates mentioned on the Saturday show, you never know how old Cuban fighters are. So some Cuban fighters come in and say they're 24, 25 years old, and then you find out they're 33 and 34. I kid, I, I kid you not. One Cuban fighter, and I won't name him because he's still living here in the United States under that assumed birth date, but uh, he was four years off. His, four years off. Four years off. Didn't want to change it, but he was four years off. He was four years older than he said he was. I think he said he was 27. He was actually 31, approaching 32. Okay, I mean, that's just the way it is. How about Joel Casimir? The Cuban 1992 Olympic gold medalist. Come on, that guy turned pro. Like, he's trying to say he was 30 years old. Good. He was wrinkled. He was like 35 or 40 at least. Anyway, these Cubans, they lie about their age. We really don't know how old Luis Ortiz is. But he is undefeated now, 26-0. They call him Big King Kong, the real King Kong. Well, he can fight a little bit. And I'd like to see him and Vladimir Klitschko or he and Tyson Fury, whoever wins that rematch, hook up for the heavyweight championship of the world. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. Of course, we'll cover MMA on many of these same uh, sports byline stations and affiliates on the upcoming hour. Of course, big upsets in the USC. Conor McGregor, pound for pound, considered the best fighter in the world, in the world of mixed martial arts. Why? I don't know. Because, you know, he just he had that one win over Jose Aldo. And, of course, it was convincing in 13 seconds. But you don't prop a guy to number one over one fight. You just don't do that. But they did that because they bit off on the hype, okay? Well, last night, he got lit up like the White House Christmas tree in the second round by uh, Nate Diaz. So you got to give Nate Diaz some props. Nick Diaz's brother, of course, those two guys that caused a big ride on CBS television and ensured that MMA would never return to network television probably ever again. But props to Nate Diaz. And, of course, in the co-main event, Holly Holm, the preacher's daughter out of San Antonio, take the back, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, she got destroyed, just got destroyed by Misha Tate. I thought she was getting beat all along, and I had Misha up like 3-1 after four rounds, and 
Uh, somebody, somebody, somebody told me it was the other way around. Three one the other way. Went, what do you? What do you want? Black tar heroin? Anyway, uh, I thought Misha Tate was up. I thought Misha Tate was controlling the octagon, controlling the ring, call it ring generalship. That's what we call it in boxing. Okay, just making the other person fight your fight. I thought she was doing that. I thought she was doing it well. I thought she was countering. I thought she was fighting small. See, she was fighting small because she was a smaller person. And what did Holly Holm do? Holly Holm committed a very, very serious mistake. She fought down to the size of her opponent. Instead of fighting tall like she fought against Ronda Rousey, she fought short. She put herself in the range of the punches a little bit closer to Misha Tate than she probably should have been, and that probably led to her downfall. But, you know, Misha Tate, a solid fighter, a good ground worker. She took Holly Holm down a couple of times last night. Holly Holm had no defense for that. Of course, Holly just growing in the world of mixed martial arts. But she's up there in age. Was she 34 years old now, something like that? You know, like she's, what, 9-1 and one now in the world of mixed martial arts? Maybe it's time to call it a career. I mean, you know, people say, why would you say that? Well, you know, she got beat up pretty good last night. She did. She took some severe shots, forearm blows, and, and fist punch, uh, punches to the head and things like that. So I thought she took a pretty good licking, okay? And she's had, like, 38 professional fights as a boxer. And whether you want to admit it or not, whether she won the 34 or the 38 fights with a couple of draws and two losses, you know, at the end of the day, she trained for 40 professional fights as a as a boxer. And then she's trained as an MMA fighter, too. You're going to burn out sooner or later. Something's going to happen. Some days, things just aren't going to work. And my philosophy was she trained only for Ronda Rousey. That was the only fight she ever trained for. That was the only person she really wanted to beat. And once she beat Ronda, she hit her crescendo, she hit her zenith, and that was it. Bottoms up. Bottoms up for Holly Holm. I don't think Holly Holm will be back. I really don't. I don't think Ronda Rousey will be back. But Holly Holm, Holly Holm, of course, losing last night in the fifth round of chokeout to Misha Tate. But, you know, I just don't know. I, here's what's up. I'm one of those guys, if you get destroyed athletically, you know, destroyed, I mean destroyed, and I thought that, that Ronda Rousey was destroyed, and I thought that Holly Holm, the invincibility of Holly Holm, was destroyed last night as well. Once that level of invincibility is destroyed, once it's destroyed, much like Mike Tyson when Buster Douglas melted him down in 1990, once that level of invincibility is destroyed, you are never the same. Confidence-wise, ability-wise, performance-wise, that wasn't a fluke last night. That was an ass-whooping. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines coast-to-coast. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line, call us on that. Sports byline in number two. That's the address. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. On Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, CRN2, and AFN Sports. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. We'll find out tonight how much the Ali fight took out of Frazier, if anything. And we'll find out tonight just how good George Foreman is in punching and in taking a punch. I think he hurt Joe Frazier. I think Joe is hurt. Angie Dundee, Ali's trainer, right next to me is saying it. You may hear him. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count, and Foreman is as poised as can be in a neutral corner. He is as poised as can be. We have a minute left in this first round, and already this fight is proving out what some have expected. Oh, that left is getting in there. Underneath, underneath Archie Moore is yelling the foreman. We've got the excitement here that we look for. Frazier is dazed. He is getting hit again and again and again. The same head that was hit so often by Muhammad Ali. Frazier is dazed. You see the countdown for the first round. Foreman has not panicked. Foreman is going about his job. 
Foreman is all over Joe Frazier. Frazier is down again, and he may be. No, he is rising. He is game. He doesn't know where he is. The mandatory eight count. He doesn't know where he is. Now the round is about to end. Two knockdowns in the first round of Joe Frazier. Down again. No saving by the bell. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That's a voice I'd know anywhere. Getting a little mod. How about heavyweights? Down under, talking about Australia, of course, Lucas Brown. Who is he? He's this big brute. Of course, he's a former, uh, from Australia, but a former MMA fighter and a, a 36-year-old bouncer. Okay, last night he took on Russell and Chagavevs for a version of the WBA heavyweight title. Didn't we just say that Luis Ortiz fought for a version of the WBA title? Let me tell you, the WBA, that's why they're so phony and so such a, a bogus sanctioning body. You know, I mean, they've got three or four heavyweight champions. How the hell can you have three or four heavyweight champions? He just can't. Yeah, I mean, the title is for one guy, an interim champion. Maybe if a guy got hurt or something like that and can't defend his title. But the WBA is regularly pimping off one or two belts, sometimes uh, three belts for the same weight division. I just think that is wrong. Anyway, he took off. Uh, he took out Chag, uh, Ruslan Chagov last night, of course, for the WBA title. And guess who was the referee? The legendary Stanley, Stanley Christian Dulu. I mean, what a, what, a, what a man he was. I met him so many times, been together with him. Of course, the Boxing Hall of Fame in Canada, New York. Tokyo, Japan, uh, where else were we? We're in Aruba together, we're in Spain together, we're in Moscow together. I mean, it was always great. Stanley's such a great, he's a, one of the finest men I've ever met in my life. He's just a great guy, and I had to bring him up, so I saw him in the results. Of course, some of the other boxing results last night, Julian Williams was a KO winner over Marcelo Montano. Of course, Williams, a uh, fine prospect out of the city of brotherly love. Of course, we've had him on the show in the past. We've brought a call out to him today, but you know, he's probably sleeping. Either that, he's up and around, running around, one or the other. Uh, but bottom line is a big winner last night. That was an IBF junior middleweight, 154-pound title eliminator. And in a fight that was shown late, late, late night last night as far as um, the West Coast was occurring, I think it came on at 11 p.m. Eastern Pacific time. It was delayed. Antonio Margarito and Jorge Paez. Jorge Paez was a former, uh, his father was a former uh, clown. He was a, 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 a acrobat in a uh, circus in in, in Mexico, I mean, part of the Pius family, they, was all, they, were, they were all about circus, Maromero Pius. And the Pius family circus, they traveled all around Mexico, the United States, South America, North America, you name it. Anyway, he was a fantastic little athlete, but uh, he wasn't that great of a fighter. Uh, talking about Jorge Pius Sr., his son, probably lesser of a fighter, uh, dropped the decision last night to Antonio Margarito. Margarito was dropped, but he came back. And Margarito, of course, the guy that they found plaster of Paris in both of his hands when he was getting wrapped, of course, to fight Shane Mosley a few years ago. A few years ago at the uh, Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, which just leads me to believe that he had done that in the past. I mean, these pads had blood on them. It wasn't like they had been the first time they'd ever been used. They had been used before anyway. I thought he should have been banned from boxing. Bob Arum said, please, just let him come back for one fight, the one fight against Manny Pacquiao. Just for that one fight, and that's it. We won't ask for him to fight no more. And guess what? Margarito's still fighting many, many, many years later. 1-800-878-7529. That's one 800 878 Seven five two nine across the pond. You know, Robert Stegles is one of my buddies. I get to see him at the WBO convention when I get to go to the WBO convention. Of course, that was in Orlando, Florida last year, and the year before it was in in his native Budapest, Hungary. But Stegles is he's always fun to be around. He is he's a he's a character, he really is. But last night he was a, uh, a a decision winner. But you know, take that back. He was a successful winner against Raul Cardo, Marcelo 
Romalo came in 20 and 5, came in left 20 and 6 with 15 racks, uh, stopped him in the fifth round. A lot of punishment, but the bottom line is the corner stopped the fight, and Seagliss moves on, a two time WBO 168 pound uh, champion. 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. Of course, back to Jesse Vargas. Out of Coachella, California, of course, a winner last night. Good-looking kid, uh, no doubt about it. Young, 26 years old. He was ahead on the card, 77, 74, twice, and 79, 72. That means like eight rounds of one there on one of the scorecards. But, you know, what was what was Saddam Ali, what was his game plan? I don't know. He just didn't come in there and look like the fighter I'd seen in the past. A lot of times, you know, guys get into the limelight. They get thrust into a position where they're uncomfortable because they've never been in that. And, and you know, it's a lot of pressure. Pressure to fight. There's a hell of a lot of pressure to fight. There's more pressure to fight in front of a crowd. There's even more pressure to fight in front of a big crowd. There's even more pressure to fight in front of a crowd that's, you know, that, that's, that likes you because there's so much pressure on you. Everybody's calling you for tickets. You know, take care of me. Can you help me out here? And you're trying to train for the fight. This is the biggest fight of your life, you know, and you go into a fight and you choke. And then you got to go home a choker. Bad news. Just bad. It just, it just is. It's bad news. Speaking of bad news. <laughs> the world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury, he's uh, causing a stink this week, saying that he uh, he issues a, a few like semi-racial slurs on his uh, Facebook page, Instagram, all that kind of good stuff. And you know he's he's sort of like the Donald Trump of boxing. You know he just is. He says whatever he wants and whatever he wants to say, he says. And of course he's over there in the UK. He has been uh, uh, threatened with some uh, some lawsuits over there as far as. Um, Libel and things like that are concerned, but obviously he hasn't been sued yet, and he keeps his, keeps on rocking and rolling. Just keeps on rocking and rolling. You got to give him some props. All time heavyweights, as far as this past week was concerned, I was thinking about it. We just heard from the Joe Frazier George Foreman fight, of course, January nineteen seventy three. You know that whole era of nineteen seventy heavyweights. Ken Norton's gone. Joe Frazier's gone. Jerry Corey's gone. Bob Foster's gone. Ron Lyle's gone. Do you need to keep? Do you want me to keep going? I will keep going. Uh, Chuck Webner's still with us, but he wasn't really a contender. I'm talking about the great guys. I mean, like, Ali's still here. Holmes is still here. Holmes a little bit later. Holmes was in the 80s. But Ali's still here. Foreman's still here. But all those other guys are gone. It was conceivably probably the greatest era of heavyweight boxing. I mean, when you think about it, people think that Muhammad Ali was the greatest and they, they, they bestow the number one slot, you know, to Muhammad Ali as far as all-time heavyweights are concerned. Only lost a few fights. I mean, you know, in the last fight, the last two fights he lost against Holmes and Trevor Burbick, he was like 38 and 39 years old. So scratch those two losses. The loss to Michael Spink to uh, Leon Spinks the first time. I thought he lost that fight on purpose, or he didn't get in the best shape he could fighting the inexperienced uh, 1976 Olympic gold medalist. I think Spinks was like 13 and 0 going into that fight, and then Spinks pulled out a decision, upset decision win over a flabby Ali. Ali came back like nine months later and schooled him over 15 rounds. But you know. Spinks, Ali, you look at that, that 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 whole golden era there. Of course, you know, Leon Spinks, he was he was entertaining. He was remember that beatdown Larry Holmes put on him? Probably the greatest stare down in the history of boxing. Well Larry Larry stared him down to the point where it scared me. When you can scare somebody through the TV screen at three thousand miles away, that is pretty intimidating. Talk the great talk about the great Larry Holmes. And when I think of those seventies heavyweights, like Norton and Ali, I've got to rank I gotta rank Larry Holmes right there. I really think that had Larry come along four or five years earlier, I mean, I watched Larry spar against Muhammad Ali in 1974, Deer Lake, Pennsylvania, and he was pulling his punches, and he was thrashing Ali. I mean, the beating he was putting on Ali was time and time. I mean, whoa, man, Ali, you look at those films. 
Ali, you know, I remember one film, Ali said, oh, boy, you're ready to be Sugar Ray Robinson or something like that. I mean, that's how bad Larry Holmes was pounding on Muhammad Ali, like a, like a bongo drum, okay? So Ali was done in the early 70s. He was, and he bluffed a lot of that way, bluffed his way, bluffed his way through Foreman. Foreman, you know, small, uh, not the smartest guy on the planet. Of course, shot his what? Ali took care of that. After that, he fought Frazier. Of course, the two damaged fighters hooked up in the Thrill of Manila in 1975. And after that fight, neither guy was even resembled their former self. I mean, that fight was the closest thing to death. Ali told me it was the closest thing to death he had ever experienced. And he was ready to quit before that 15th round, after the 14th round. He was ready to quit. He wasn't going to get off his stool. He was trying to quit in his corner when Joe Frazier and Eddie Futch, Eddie Futch's trainer, threw in the towel. He was ready to quit. Told me it was the most, I mean, as far as trauma was concerned, that was the most traumatic event of his entire life, the thrill of Manila. And when you think of the fights that Ali was winning, you know, with with Ernie Shavers and, of course, getting pounded out by Larry Holmes at the age of 38 and losing that decision to Trevor Burbick. I mean, he took some some hellacious punches late in his career. And that's probably, that probably has something to do with the condition he's in right now. In fact, in this next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we're going to talk about concussions a little bit. We'll, we'll sort of slide it over to football, blame it on football. But you'll see where I'm coming from here as we tie in the world of concussions, combat sports, and contact sports all into one. Because now we've got CTE, of course, this brain disease, uh, damaged brain, of course, from contact, helmet to helmet. I guess, I guess that can never be good. I mean, guys running each other, 250, 270 pounds, running each other at 45 to 50 miles an hour or whatever they're running at, Full steam, man, that just can't be good. But then again, taking punches can't be good. So are we ready to outlaw boxing? Are we ready to outlaw football? Are we ready to tell MMA they got to go? All these contact sports, you got to go? I don't think so. But I think we'll listen to some of the numbers coming up in this next segment we'll feature. And uh, I think you'll be a little intrigued on that. Open phone lines, coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Some of the things they got coming up in the MMA, our forthcoming, upcoming on this uh on many of these same Sports Byline affiliates and live on SportsByline.com, okay, we'll have an interview with John Jones, of course, the world 205-pound champion, the light heavyweight champion, of course, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, to talk about his stablemate Holly Holm getting beat up last night, of course, by Misha Tate losing the world 135-pound championship. And maybe we've got some time, we'll hear from Nate Diaz. That's right, Nate Diaz, the guy that smoked. He smoked Conor McGregor. Of course, taking a beating in the first round, came back in the second round. Talk about... Taking a licking and keeping on ticking. He was like the Timex watch. In that first round, you might have, some people, people might just want to stop that. That's what kind of beating Diaz was taking. But no, Diaz, no, Diaz came back, stopping the second round with a chokehold. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1 800 878 7529. Join us for our discussion on contact sports, concussions, both in the NFL and boxing, forthcoming right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. 
Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906-800-296-0906-800-296-0906-800-296-0906. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com slash funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. Everyone who donates receives a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. Thank you for your support and help. Portions of today's show are sponsored by Tri-Lawyers of Justice Law Firm, with offices in Beverly Hills, Chicago, San Diego, and throughout the state of Iowa. Tri-Lawyers for Justice handles catastrophic personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice cases. The law firm has won, through caring about its clients and justice, hundreds of millions of dollars in record-setting jury verdicts and settlements for injury victims and their families. Call 888-811-0844 now if you believe you have a case and to get the justice you and your family members deserve. Real trial lawyers who care. Feel free to check them out online. Their website is tl4j.com. tl4j.com. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Their phone number once again, 888-811-0844, with offices in Beverly Hills, Chicago, San Diego, and Iowa. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. I'm one of those people that's so smart that I'm uncomfortable in this world. <laughs> and I'm scared to live. I'm not scared to live, but it's scary out here. God damn. I know how flimsy this shit is. I can see through the sh- I can see the truth. There's an animal inside each and every one of you. It's not good. <laughs> it's real. Listen, I was looking at the paper the other day. I'm not making this up. There's a serial rapist in Houston. There's nothing funny about serial rape. But <laughs> what is noteworthy about this particular rapist is that all of his victims have been men. Enjoy your evening. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Yeah, that's him, man. Hard phone call to make. To the police, huh? Hey, guess what? I, yeah. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. So the conversation is CTE, both in football, contact sports, MMA, boxing, of course. You know, we talk about the percentages. How many NFL stars nowadays are suffering from permanent brain damage? Well, let's take a look at this via the Larry Wilmore Show. You don't have to play football, okay? You play football because it's a choice. I mean, who am I to tell people what to do with their lives? Or I don't smoke crack because I know what it does to you. 
Okay, well, if, if you don't want to get your head cracked, don't play football. I, I don't think everyone knows. Like, this is pretty new information. So I feel yeah. like it's not out oh, there. The, the injuries yeah, the injuries and the, and the concussions. And I feel like uh-huh. that, that, the bigger problem is people don't know about it. So I feel like the way we did with cigarettes, we have to put warnings on things. Like helmet, like a football helmet. should have a warning. It's like, this doesn't work. You know what I mean? And then so, that way, when they put it on, they're not like, oh, I'll be fine. Yeah, it's but like, I no, disagree that it doesn't work, really, though. You're not really going to be uh, fine. I disagree that it doesn't work, though. Thousands of kids play football every day. And, yeah, people get hurt, but people get hurt driving. We're not talking about banning that. Well, no, right? you have to drive. Well, you don't have to play football. Well, exactly, but it's a choice. If you decide to play football, then you decide to Here's play knowing that there are risks. All blue? you got to do is watch people run into each other to know that it's not a good thing. What we don't know and what will really make a big impact um, on our decision, our feelings about football, is when we discover just how dangerous it is. So as you point out, we're, we're only a couple years into understanding what this condition called CTE is. We still don't know how many players are afflicted with it, how common it is. If, it, if it's 1% of people who play football, to my mind, that's a lot. But it's a very different matter if it's 10%, right? If you're playing a game where you say 10% of the players are going to have an awful early death, where they're, you know, where they're committing suicide, where they're driving cars off the road, where they're lapsing into early dementia, and, you know, then I have a very different feeling about the the game. If they put that into the Monday Night Football song, all of that stuff, like, you ready for some football? (laughs) And you're going to get dementia? Like, that could help. You know what I mean? Like... I You're going to throw up a lot. We should write that. Yeah, we should write that, that on the Monday night, on Monday night Football that used to be as part of the logo. Yeah. They would sing the song, and yeah, then two helmets would, would come, right. they would explode. And yeah, I'd be like, explode. yeah! I know. Oh, yeah, that's good. Why, two exploding why, helmets are good. Why do you think people really love football? Is it for the violence of it, or yeah, is it the gamesmen? That's exciting. You like seeing all that. Hey, listen, right? listen, those guys train very hard to go on the field and run into each other. I'm not going to down them for that. And they're getting paid, and you play high school and college so that you can pop possibly get paid. Yep. You can't just come in and try out for an NFL team. Hey, let me ask a question around the table. Would you allow your child to play football? Never. Never? Kidding me, no. I wouldn't introduce him to it, but if he found out about it, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to come and be like, hey, I take the helmet. Uh, no. I, mean, I, I don't have a kid, but if, yeah. if, they, if they had any athletic ability coming out of me, I'd be like, <laughs> just thrilled. You know, I'd be thrilled I'd be yeah. thrilled at the prospect that my kid could catch a ball. I think yeah. that would be exciting. <laughs> <It'd> be <unlikely laughs> event. I, so I don't know if I'd let, uh, let him or her play, but yeah. I would just be so proud that the, the hands closed. What's yeah. interesting is how many NFL players are now saying... They wouldn't let their children yes. play football. But that's fascinating. Mike, Mike Ward and Larry Wilmore are talking about the NFL, of course, brain damage and concussions. You know, you got to bring into the into consideration these guys are doing it in high school and college for free. And, of course, we talk about time and time again how many times college players are being pimped off in my mind. I mean, they're just being used. I mean, what's the difference between putting a, a woman out on the street and her committing se- uh, performing sexual acts for you Okay, outside of putting an athlete on a field and make him like uh, lose his physical and mental mental abilities to make you money. What's the difference? It's still a form of slavery. It's still a form of abuse, human abuse. And I think the fact that college teams time and time and time again, okay, they've been abusive to their players. They're not giving them anything. I mean, players get fined and you see uh, colleges getting fined for giving players just a couple of bucks here and there. Guys have got to get by. How do you get by if you're playing football and going to school? You just can't get by. You really can't. So what I'm trying to tell you is if athletes are willing to go out there and throw their lives on the line, 
both their physical and mental well-being, I think they should be compensated. Maybe not in high school, but anything past high school, I think they should get paid for. And speaking of high school, uh, high school and college now, I see the one college group is now going to ban tackling during practice. No tackling during practice during the week. And that's sort of good. That's sort of good because I told you about sparring in the gym. A lot of times I didn't get hurt in the gym sparring. I was a good gym fighter, better gym fighter than I was a real fighter. But um, some guys just they get beat up in the gym so bad time and time again. You know, take those those gym beatings, just not good for you. Let's look at the heavyweight division right now as we stand right now. Of course, we've got the Tyson Fury, the WBO title holder, 25-0. and 0. Uh, Of course, he's going to take on Vladimir Klitschko, 64-4, the 1996 Olympic gold medals. So I'm just trying to, to, uh, to uh, relay to you how old Vladimir Klitschko is, having fought in 1996 uh, for the gold medal. Um, of course, Alexander Povetkin, number three. I don't know how he got to number three. Number four, Deontay Wilder, the American, 36-0, 35 wax, 30 years old, out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, Kubrick Fulov is number four, number five, and he's out of uh, Bulgaria, he's 22-1. Luis Ortiz, the aforementioned Luis Ortiz, formerly out of Cuba, now 25 and zip, 36 years old, 36 with an asterisk on that one, well, might be older than that. Southpaw out of Miami, Florida. Charles Martin. Henry Tillman's got him. Now, the IBF title holder, of course, he took that title away from Tyson Fury in the blink of an eye, 23-0-1 out of Carson, California. You know, Henry Tillman's really got a good program going down there right now because his gym is right across the street from the police station and the jail in Carson, California. So you got so you, you got you, know, you walk out of jail and there's Henry Tillman's boxing gym right across the street. So if you've ever wanted to straighten yourself out and get some discipline, guess what? Go over and see Henry, and a lot of guys have. And a lot of guys have you straighten out their lives because of Henry Tillman. So I got to give props to the 1984 Olympic gold medalist from Los Angeles who won the gold medal in Los Angeles. Anyway, after Martin, the aforementioned Australian Lucas Brown, 36-0, former bouncer, MMA fighter now, 24-0. Of course, the WBA asterisk uh, champion. Malik Scott ranked number nine. I don't know how Malik got up there. Didn't Malik take that dive against uh, Deontay Wilder where he got hit on, the, hit on the glove or something like that? It made like he was sleeping. Number nine, 10 is a guy named Erkin Tepper. I don't know, 15-0 out of uh, 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 Greece. And then we got Antonio Tarver, the southpaw of Tampa, Florida. Now, 47 years old. Why is Antonio Tarver still fighting? Of course, he had that great deal, that great deal with Showtime. And then he had that fight and tested positive for steroids. I mean, come on, man. You know if you can have a nice, lean body at the age of 40, 43, 44 years old that you're taking some type of Flintstone vitamins. I mean, come on. Look at Dan Henderson. Look at Frank Shant. Look at, uh, look at Ken Shamrock. Look at Ken Shamrock. Look at him. You see him a couple of weeks ago when he, he fought on Spike TV against Royce Gracie at USC. Take that back. That Bellator MMA fight of the former USC stars. Wow. I mean, at 51 years old, he was cut. He was ripped. But those are Flintstone vitamins, performance-enhancing drugs. And should they, be elite, should they be legal in all sports but contact sports? Should they be legal in baseball? I mean, should we see the very best of all the baseball players? Should we allow baseball players to take juice, anabolic steroids, human growth hormone, things like that. Because I've got guys that argue with me day in and day out that, that all of these drugs, I'm talking about performance anti drugs, should be legal in combat sports, should be legal in all sports. But combat sports, it's different. Because, see, you're trying to kill somebody, or you, the potential of you killing somebody is there. The potential of killing a baseball, that's different. You want to break the, hit the seams off of baseball? I understand that, okay? That's, that's a skill. And, of course, steroids and human growth hormone, uh, human growth hormone, what it does as far as baseball ability is concerned, is it allows you to see the ball better. In fact, Barry Bonds used to tell people he could see the same, the seam on the baseball, almost the label of the baseball as it was coming in on him. That's how good his eyesight was with that human growth hormone. Of course, he never took that, but that's what he said, how good his eyesight was at one point in time. But should performance-enhancing drugs be legal in sports outside of combat sports? I thought about that. Hmm, maybe so.
Uh, I'd see it, I'd be probably make baseball a little more exciting, a little more home runs, because that's what sort of thrills a baseball fan. I'm not the biggest of baseball fans. Of course, I do uh, Johnny Taco and Paco Valcarcel, Taco and Paco talking uh, uh, talking uh, baseball. That's Saturday night on Johnny Taco's All-Star Sports Overnight in America, the weekend edition. But, yeah, I'm not the biggest baseball fan in the world. I, I'm just not. I mean, but when you look at the, the national pastime, I mean, that's the game everybody wants to talk about. Um, they talk about steroids in baseball, and, of course, steroids have been run out of baseball. Yeah, right. I don't think steroids have been run out of baseball. I think the guys have gotten slick, and they're slacking off during the offseason. Of course, they're saying they're testing people in, in the offseason, but we'll go back to it. Baseball players are cool. If baseball players want to hit with steroids, I still let them go. But don't just let one or two guy go. one or two guys go. Let the option be available to everybody. If they all want to juice up, let them all juice up. Just don't let one or two guys juice up because it's good for the game. Let them all get juiced up. Not not for one, for all. But boxing, mixed martial arts, I just can't see I just can't see anabolic steroids, anything like that being involved. I really can't because you're trying to hurt people. You're trying to cripple people. I mean, that's the intent of the game to to hit somebody and and not get hit in return. As far as boxing's concerned, of course, in MMA, the the, the aspect. Is, I mean, you want to win, be it by submission, be it knockout. I mean, any way you're going to go, disqualification, any way you want to go, points. I mean, that's it's all about winning. But in that winning, you've got to do some. You got to inflict some damage. Inflicting damage, it takes its toll. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. That's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. So next week, I'm trying to get a guy on the show that was a a woman who transformed into a man and then went on to star in the Olympics. Chris Mosier is his name, and I've tried to get him on now for a couple of weeks, and we went back and forth on this And as far as scheduling is concerned. And what I thought was interesting about this was, you know, I've always questioned the fact that, that a male can have a sex change operation and then go fight females. Remember like Fallon Fox did last year? Of course, she was beating up females left and right. Of course, just destroying her, and then she got beat herself. But... Um, I just don't think it's right. I think the male bone structure is there. I think that, you know, when you're born a man, whether you've taken human growth hormones, whether you've had some snips here and there, all that kind of, oh, I, that's, that's your own business. But I just don't think that means you should be able to fight women. If I had a girl fighting, and I've, I mentioned this time and time again, if I was training a girl and she wanted to fight a transgender fighter, I would say no. I'm not trying to be biased. I'm just trying to be real. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Open phone lines, coast-to-coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line, that's happening as well. Sports byline, and the number two. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Book Marcus in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777. 800-507-3777. 800-507-3777. 800-507-3777. 
We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Attention. If you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Heartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it, 55 and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The legacy of Philadelphia boxing continues, folks. Talk about the great legacy, of course, the city of brotherly love. Last night, Julian Williams put on a fantastic show on Showtime, and Julian's with us. Julian, congrats, bro. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you guys for having me. You sound pretty chilled. Have a good night? Yeah, man. I just didn't go to sleep last night. You know what I mean? I, uh... You know, nothing saying about how I from Philly, so I'm just getting back home to my family. So so you didn't sleep all night? I didn't sleep all night. That's sort of cool, though. You're a young dude. Marcelo Montano, he was tenacious. He was tough. And he came, man, but he didn't have it. Yeah, man, you know, I, uh, I knew he was going to come. I knew he was going to bring it, you know what I mean? Like I said before the fight, uh, he, he didn't come out with me. It was just to lay down. And uh, he was ambitious in the show, and uh, I appreciate him for that. Those body shots, I mean, you look so sharp. I mean, you, to me, you look like like, like more than a sophomore. I, I, we talked about this in the past as you're moving up in the class. of Now you're a senior as far as junior middleweight is concerned. You're up there. Then the number one, number two, number three guy, somewhere around there. Where would you like to go next? Uh, I definitely want to be a world champion next. I did everything I can do in boxing besides win a world title. So uh, that's definitely, definitely the next step. Are you one of those guys that's going to have to be the number one contender in order to get a shot because guys don't want to fight you because of the uh, your vast amount of your vast amount of tools? Well, that's exactly what just happened. You know, when I just fought that guy, and I am the number one contender, so they're going to have to fight me now. So, uh, yes, that's your question. Yes, that's exactly what just happened. Well, you say hello to the bread man for me. I won't let you go because you sound tired. But man, I wish you all the best. Congrats. We'll come back when you're fresh. We'll talk in a couple of weeks. All right. 
Yep, I will. Thank you. Appreciate it. The great Julian Williams, Philadelphia's next world champion, folks. 23-0, and a draw in 14 kills, a winner last night on Showtime. Of course, reviewing the week on boxing, of course, Luis Ortiz capturing the WBA heavyweight title, but so did Travis Brown down there in Australia. So the WBA title times two, I told you, the World Boxing Association, the world of bunco and anarchy, that's what I call them, and that's what they are. If you can have two heavyweight champions defending the title the same night, there is something bogus about your organization. The WBO, my sponsor. Of course, this show is brought to you in part by the World Boxing Organization. You can follow the WBO on Facebook, or you can follow them on their website, WBO Boxing, last night. But last night, the WBO welterweight champion was crowned. Of course, Tim Bradley and Manny Pacquiao, former champions. But now they're going to battle it out themselves uh, next month in Las Vegas. But, of course, the finale, as far as Manny Pacquiao, is supposed to be the, the curtain uh, the curtain closer. This is supposed to be it. Bringing down the curtain on Manny Pacquiao in April with Tim Bradley. But last night... Jesse Vargas, winner over Saddam Ali, and you got to give Jesse Vargas some props because he can't punch, but yet he scored a knockout. I just don't know how he did it. Well, folks, that sort of wraps up the boxing hour. Still to come, one more hour of programming here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Many of the same affiliates across the country and around the world. Of course, many of the same Internet platforms. Uh, you can catch the Ring Talk Live worldwide always at iHeartRadio slash talk. Go right there. You can catch Ring Talk Live and catch it delayed, all the past shows. we got it going on 24-7 at iHeartRadio. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. One week from today, I told you I want to have this transgender guy in the studio. I really do. I really want to have him in. I want to know if he thinks it's really fair that a man can transform to a woman and fight women. Think about that. I don't think so, but other people think I'm wrong. They think gender neutral. Gender neutral? Could it be in combat sports? I don't know. one 800 878 I always call us on the toll free. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 